Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing Filthy, the first book in Serena Ackroyd's Five Points Mob series, also affectionately known as the Filthy Feckers. <laughs> Before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Swoon Zone, and follow Jessen on her YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcasts, Podcast extras become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and giveaway free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. And a special shout out to our patrons for all their support. We love and appreciate you. Okay, so let's just chat. So, first of all, I think this is good timing for us to be doing this one because there's kind of a sequel coming out. Yes. Okay. So tonight we're going to be recording Filthy, like we just said. And Serena Ackroyd recently announced that the next book in this series, the Five Points Mm -hmm. Mob series, because Filthy Hot uh, released a couple months back. And I thought Connor was going to get his book because he's the only brother left that has not had his HEA in the series. And no, it's not Connor's book. Finn and Aoife, the hero and the heroine of this book, Filthy, are getting a second book called Filthy Secret. And if you have not read it already, um, you'll find out why if you listen to this podcast, why there's still potential drama in the relationship. left unsaid and secrets left uncovered in this one. That's why it's called Filthy Secret. So I am so pumped for it. Also, recently, Serena Ackroyd uh, recovered these books, all of them, have gotten new covers. Wait, I haven't seen them. So the cover for Filthy really didn't change that much. It's basically the tone of like the colors oh, that changed. I see, I like see. Aoife's hair is more Some red. Kind of it's 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 yeah. less more bla- it's less black and white. Like it was Got more you. like very black and white yeah, kind very of monotone. And now it's kind of like it has a bit of bit more like vibrance to it. Like this Ooh, is Filthy yeah. Secret. And um, I think that some of the covers might have changed, like, models. Like, it, or it's the same model and has different pictures. I don't know. But they are different. Like, this is Filthy Rich, and Filthy Rich wasn't quite like this. Yeah. And this is the new Filthy, which has a little bit of zhuzh to it. So there's just more, like, their skin tone as Mm -hmm. well. Looks a little bit more golden. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I had recently bought the entire series, too, in paperback. And now I'm like, they're all recovered. And the new books are going to be in the new cover. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny! I'm excited because uh, Serena Ackroyd's going to be at Shameless, and I'm going to hopefully meet her. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I'm going to miss out on so many author meet and greets I for know. Shameless. I'm so sorry. But, um, I'm crossing my fingers that if uh, all goes well, I could maybe go to a Polycon. Ah, uh, yes, that would be really. That would be amazing. Yes, that would be super fun. So that I'm 20, excited yeah. about that. 2022, absolutely. <laughs> 2022. I can't believe that it's like almost already September. Well, technically, this episode comes out in September, but like it's crazy. The year is kind of almost over. It's really weird because, like, yeah, I told you I was like mapping out some of my writing, editing, publishing schedule today, and I was getting my years confused. I was like, wait, no, that's that's next year. I was like talking to myself, like, oh wait, no. Wait, I have to do the cover that way? No, not that month. I mean, I was getting myself so confused because I was literally looking four years out, y'all. Driving my, my brain was four like, years out. Writing plans I was for literally four staring years. at a wall trying to imagine, okay, if this, this, and this. Anyway, could, anyway. could you imagine? <laughs> no. We're trying to project project a better um, future with no COVID and everything yeah. goes back to normal. Yeah. We, we would love that. We would love that. 
<sighs> but anyway, guys, we're super excited to talk about this book because, um, as the title suggests, it's quite filthy, and we oh. like that. We really like that. God, don't we? I love Finn. Yes. So tell us about Finn and Aoife. So. Aoife is actually, she has recently lost her mom um, a few months back, and she's running her tea shop, which was her mom's dream. And her mom was from Ireland, and she came over to the States, and they're living in uh, Hell's Kitchen, and they're living in territory uh, belonging to the Five Points mob, and they actually pay protection money. So now Aoife, who likes to cook, likes Mm -hmm. to bake, is also taking on the responsibility of running the entire shop. And that's not exactly what she wants to be doing. she doesn't yeah. want to interact with people. And I'm like, girl, I can relate. No. <laughs> I like, She's put me in the back. Put me in the back and let me knead some dough. And that's all I want to do. Let and me uh, my goods. Exactly. And then yeah. she she does have her friend Jenny who helps yes. her, who's She's more of an extra. Yeah, she's the front of the house girl. She can yeah. talk to anybody and she's very personable and stuff like that. And um and she also has a um interesting other side of her parentage, which we'll talk about that in the spoiler section. <laughs> and in walks Finn O'Grady to her <laughs> tea shop that she's now running, my and she's oh been she's been propositioned by this uh, corporation called Akuig, and they've been offering her a lot of money to take the space because they basically want to gentrify the area, yeah. and knock it down, build some high rises and stuff because it's an older area, and she's been refusing them. Well, Finn O'Grady comes to tell her who Finn is, our hero. Um, you're pretty much gonna have to sign it over because Akuig Corporation is basically a front for the Five Point Mob. Yeah. And once she knows, oh, the five yeah, once points. She, yeah, once she realized, she even says Akuig means five. Yes. Like she even knows Gaelic. And of course, he's all like, he's like, hot. <laughs> even hotter for her. Okay. She knows Gaelic. Finn oh, is a sucker Finn. for a voluptuous woman, which mm. she is, Aoife is. And she's like Irish down yes. to her bone. Her oh, name yeah. is so Irish. Okay. Aoife Keegan. Yes. Come Aoife now. Keegan. <laughs> Aoife Keegan. And she's redhead. She's milky pale skin. And he is just so turned on by her like immediately oh and all of the books in the series are age gaps but it doesn't feel like slimy yeah. or anything because like Eve is 26 you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah so they're all i think they're 14 years apart maybe mm-hmm. or maybe 12 yeah, years like apart 12 years apart or yeah. something so he he basically is like you don't have a choice and she just confirms I really don't have a choice, do I? I guess I do have to sign over. And he decides to sweeten the deal mm-hmm. for him. For himself. <laughs> He's like, you have to do, you have to sign it over and you have to do a favor for me. And she's like, wink, I can only much. imagine what that favor yeah. would be. So that's how our hero and our heroine meet. And um, it gets pretty hot and heavy pretty fast. And we love that. We yeah. absolutely love it. <laughs> Okay, guys, so now we're heading to the spoiler section. Uh, Go out and read this book. Trust me, it's so fucking good. If you're into Mafia, you want to read this series. Okay, (laughs) first things first, I want to talk about... So before Finn even sees her, they're basically stalking the store, right? And he's having his men check up on this... This stubborn, redheaded Irish, Irish gal who will not give up her property. 
And so he falls head over fucking heels with over the photos. Her photos. He's never talked to her, never seen her in person. I love Aiden. Okay, so Finn O'Grady has actually been taken in by the O'Donnelly clan who they're they're the bosses, you yeah. know. Their father Aiden Aiden Sr. Sr. is, is the, mob boss. the mob boss of the Five Points mob. Yes. And he was best friends with Aiden Jr. And he has a traumatic childhood, which we'll talk more about in a minute. Mm. Um, but I I love the closeness between the family. Like Finn yes. truly feels like just another one of a mm-hmm. uh, uh, brother. And I love how Aiden Jr. comes in, who he's the heir to the Five Points mom, <laughs> and he takes one look at the photos and he goes, oh, man, this she is your type. She is your like, type. He's like, oh, I can see what all the scowling's about. Because he's like scowling at the photographs and just like, like beside himself. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, this is exactly that your type yeah. of Woman, you're thinking about fucking her, aren't oh, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is he ever? Y'all, and so this is what was so shocking to me because he's like, he was fully intending to like, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to give her the deal, and she's going to fuck me like tonight. Like that's what's going to happen. I full, was fully prepared going into this that reading. Okay, so he's going to like strong arm her, but he's not, that's not actually what's going to happen. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Finn O'Grady is going to get what he wants. It's tonight. true. It's true. And whenever he does, I think that also, um, of note to mention for me because it is kind of a pet peeve. And like I said, sometimes pet peeve shows up in my favorite books. Um, Aoife, like we say, is plus size. She is voluptuous. She does like to eat her um, breads mm-hmm. and her cakes and stuff like that. Um, and it's interesting because as soon as Finn walks in, Jenny looks at him and is like, oh, oh yes. He's here for She's me. like, you know, checking her boobs, making sure they're nice and fluffy and stuff yeah. like that. Because he's hot as fuck. And, he, and she has no problem approaching men. Yeah. But he – doesn't even look twice at her. He was already looking at yeah. Aoife. And like it confuses her and she's wondering why he's looking at her because of course he can't find her attractive in her mind. And so she does have a lot of these thoughts in the beginning. I do like how it it tapers off once they start yeah. getting together, but she does have a lot of the thoughts in the beginning. But I also want to mention since you uh brought up that there's no way it's going to happen, that they're actually going to hook up and stuff. I did a kind of like mid-month wrap-up on YouTube the other day, and I was talking about a captor-captive romance. (laughs) And I was like, sometimes it frustrates me when the heroine doesn't get on board. And I know that that's weird to say because it's like, you're the captive. Why should you get on board? (laughs) But I made the comment saying, I kind of expect my characters to know the type of book they're in. We as readers know where it's going. It it has to happen. It is a romance. They have to be together, and there's no way that you're going to – what are you going to do? Redeem the captor, yeah. the guy that kidnapped you and stalked I know. you? Like, no. It's like dark you romance. Know? You know you're going into yes. questionably moral yes. territory. So you know? I kind of prefer it when my characters just realize they've been painted into a corner, and to survive, they may have to go along with it kind of right. thing. And it's not that Aoife fears for her life in this situation, but she just kind of like – he wants my tea shop. He's going to get my tea shop. Yeah. He's attracted to me. I can't say I'm not attracted to him. Yeah, and she also – I know he's blackmailing me, should, but like, ah, I'm attracted. <laughs> we should also note that she remembers him from childhood and he doesn't remember her. Oh, yeah. So she actually had a crush on him. He was like the neighbor's um, son. Fiona and her mother were best friends. Best friends, but he disappeared 
and like never came back. And she, she was only was, two, so she wasn't really understanding like what exactly happened. Yeah. And she just thought Finn died. Like yeah. because Fiona was crying like for a long time after yeah. Finn's disappearance. We find out later he was adopted by Aiden Sr. because his well, father was yes, abusive. His father was beating him and um Finn was really close with his sons. So he, he always So they calls, took care of the problem, which is great. I yes. love I love that mob vengeance. style. Mob Yo, style vengeance. I'm all about gangster style. <laughs> vengeance you know that it's very satisfying it is so satisfying i fucking love it so it is funny that ifa's just kind of like man i looked up to him i can't say i had a crush on him i was toddler but i do remember him and looking up to him and like looking at in in awe and like what a man yeah he turned out to be she's also i love that she is because she was raised in hell's kitchen and around she knows the five points and stuff like that she knows mobster rule she knows the laws Mm -hmm. like she actually even thinks and it's true she's like I actually should be kind of glad that he's at least asked me because, um, I mean, there are some mobs who they will rape the women. They will t- take whatever they want. They're brutally violent. This is and a brutal is, world. Right. It is a very brutal world. And she knows that, but he's not. He's just like expecting her to go along and she is, but not because she doesn't want to. You know? And like he doesn't so, like approach her in a sleazy way. He no. just makes it very clear that he is attracted to like, her. Yes. And like, he I would, would like very much like <laughs> that he she come home with him like right now. Deal. Like yeah. right now. And he does have some leverage over her as well because she doesn't immediately say, oh, for sure, I'm going to hand over my tea shop. She puts a bit of a resistance and he's right. like, aha, but I have something on you. Right. Very important. Very oh important. God, so oh this God. is where Aoife's parentage comes into play. Right. Um, her biological father is actually a senator. And yes. the senator is like one of the shoe-ins for the next presidential election. And right. so like those types have to be pretty squeaky clean. And he's very popular. And she actually admired him as a politician before mm-hmm. she even knew that that was her father. Because he had approached her some years ago and basically said like, you know, um, became senator keep it quiet type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, you know, yeah. do you expect anything of me? And she would just kind of like, fuck you. Don't try to give me blood money or whatever. Like, um, if you want to be a part of my life, like, that would be a different story. But, like, you're acting like I approached you with this situation. Right. And I kind of really love how she stood up for herself. And he was a persistent one. And he decided he wanted to pursue a relationship. So they have secret meetings every three weeks. Yes. They meet at this hotel. And Finn's private detective discovered um, the correlation that she would show up at this hotel at a certain time every three weeks. And that's also another other thing in the back of his mind not that he just expects her to be easy or anything but he is expecting women to want to be with him yeah he's a very attractive very rich very powerful man um who always gets his way and now he knows he's like well she's sleeping with this senator she can sleep with me you know like like i'm a better lay than the old senator and he really hates the fact that she's like you know, with this old man, as he keeps calling, you know, calling the senator. But of course, <laughs> little does he know that's her dad. Like yes. he has it wrong, and she doesn't correct him because it's very important that nobody finds out that she's his daughter because yeah. it could ruin his image as like a perfect family man. Like yeah. she does have half siblings and stuff like that that she's never going to be able to know. Right. What I love is we get um because there's a lot of like heavy right at the at the beginning, but then we get some really. I thought it was fucking hilarious, frankly, where she's remembering. So she's a virgin, and she remembers the fact that what was the name of the guy? 
What was his Tom name? No, I don't know. Tom. I don't know. It's some sort of know. stupid, some stupid boy, boy name. who could not anyway, find sorry. the hole. To yes, put it she's in. like he's like he poked everything but her vagina when they tried to have sex. So she like, finally like she thought he thought her perineum was her clit yes. and like tried to fuck her her and urethra, just kept slipping like. <laughs> You know, and she's like, he doesn't even know my anatomy. And, like, she got annoyed and pushed him off and, like, got him off. So, basically, she's still a virgin. But we have this, like, She thought that maybe her, her hymen could have been broken by him, him fingering pushing, her. Yes, and just, and like, like, maybe. I don't know. But that was her only sexual experience. So, it was very sad. <laughs> it's very, she's like, I don't know if I should approach this again. She, yeah. had, she had a bad experience. So she's like, and she's she like I'm just, just like, not going to say anything. Maybe he won't notice. And then she's just been know? very busy, like I said. Yeah. I mean, like, bakers. I mean, if there's any bakers listening to the podcast i know that you guys are just like um basically we we wake up at like two and like start baking so (laughs) exactly totally understand starting a business she's doing all this stuff and so after her mom's accident which we find out we don't quite know exactly what happened we just know that there was an accident and there was some medical bills that her father ended up by taking care of um because she was about to be swimming in debt and that's when they sort of formed a relationship where they would meet every three weeks and just secretly hang out and t- do father-daughter day, basically. Mm-hmm. But Finn thinks it's, you know, um, you know, he thinks Sexy it's an illicit affair with a senator, right. Exactly. <clears throat> so she does go along with it, but like I said, she is attracted to Finn. Like, there's no denying that he is a specimen, and she's like, I wonder what would it, what would it be like to be with a man like him? Yeah. Especially since he's giving me his undivided attention. That's intoxicating. Yo. When it's like your best friend is the woman that always draws the man's eyes. Like, yeah. you know, you have that friend who's like, she is the bombshell. And, of course, guys are going to – their eyes are just going to go to her. And yeah. so it's kind of intoxicating when it's like, wow. He like, really the, is focused I know, on the me. only – reason he looked at Ginny was like with like annoyance yeah like, like stop go flirting away. with me like go away i'm here for her i also know? love when she drops the pictures that he's blackmailing her with and she like <laughs> bends to the floor and she notices that he has a, an erection and she's like he's like shit. literally literally thinking about all the things that he could do like the lingerie he wants to dress her up in and yes and she, he was just like oh my god i'm just ready for it all i'm just ready he's he's so horny for her it's y'all, crazy he's been like it. daydreaming and you know fantasizing about her for like Probably weeks now as they've been stalking her, you know? Oh, and I also do want to mention that Finn still offers the higher than market value price for the tea shop. It's not like she's not getting anything. Yeah. She is going to get a more than fair price for her tea shop. And he immediately has men come in to take all of her stuff to storage. Yeah. Um, Sign the contract. Now let's go. Contract. (laughs) Guys, pack up everything, put it in my storage unit, Mm -hmm. and Aoife, let's go. And they (laughs) hop in the car. Okay? Hop in the car straight to the penthouse. (laughs) So, y'all, so they're going up to the elevator, and he gets a a phone call or a text or whatever, and immediately his mood turns sour. He's pissed off. And he's like, look, when we get up to my (laughs) – when we get up to my place, you go – Take a right, go straight to my bedroom. Don't look at anything. Don't make eye contact with anybody. Just go and hide yourself and be quiet and don't say a word. She's like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Elevator's door opens, and not only is Aiden Sr., the literal boss in freaking Finn's penthouse, but there's a tied-up man. Aiden Sr. is pacing, muttering, okay? This man is bleeding, gagged, tied up, and this is what Aoife walks into. Yeah. 
And in Finn's mind, he's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to deal with this right now. And I was just about to fuck the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> and so he's like, takes Aoife and he steers her to the bedroom. He's like, do not come out. Yeah. And he comes in and he's like, Aiden, what the fuck's what the going, fuck on? Is going on? So of note to mention, Aiden Sr. is not quite stable. Yes. Okay. He's the mob boss. He's a little mad hat But he's a little bit manic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And – um. <laughs> He could blow your head off if you make one wrong move. And even Finn mentions this. Like, he's not easy on his sons. Yeah. And um, what is considered abusive, like, he's yeah. broken fingers of his own children and, wrists, and stuff like that. Wrist, wrist yeah, exactly. Connor has a weak wrist or something like that. One of them has a weak wrist from yeah. damage because, you know, the Aiden Sr. is, like, tough love. My father was, like, that type of thing. Yeah. And of note, all of the children are just kind of like, we're not going to treat our children like I know. that at all. By like, the way. He's, he's the old generation of yes. mobsters, you yes. know? old gen. But he's still in charge and you still right. have to roll with him. And you just learn to deal with his eccentricities. So this guy that he has tied up is actually the architect. It's architect for this new building. <laughs> and he is pissed off at the architect because they can't move in on with their plans. Yeah. But what actually is holding them up was Aoife not selling. Yes. But he was – he like I said, it's erratic and he's blaming this architect on the fact that the project is moving slowly. And he's like, why can't you just do it? And then Finn's like, well, it is going to move forward because I just – Took care I of it tonight, and if you if you kill this guy, then it's going to delay the project because we got to go find another architect. Yeah, They're the not only thing delaying them skyscrapers. is you tying up the architect yes. at this point. So please don't. You know, he doesn't say please don't kill him, but he's basically like. Don't kill him. It's Aiden. hard to find good architects. You know, it's it's it's, it's going to be hat. It's going to be a headache. It's going to be a hassle. Do not do it. And I love how, like, he talks him down. But yeah. still, Aiden Sr. has to have his say. Like, he can't be soft on this guy that he already yeah. has tied up. This guy's sweating bullets. And he ends up by shooting him, like, in the leg still. I thought what? it was so funny because he turns to – because, like, Aiden and Egan are there. Aiden Jr. and Egan are there. Owen. Owen. O- Owen. And he's like, uh, why didn't you – um, why didn't y'all tell me the architect was important? He's like, Dad. <laughs> When you're in your mads, like, we don't like, even, nobody's like, going to tell you anything, nobody's gonna Dad. Tell you anything. Nobody's and then he laughs and then suddenly stops and shoots him. They're like, well, there. That's for making, pissing me off. You yeah, know? exactly. It's like, it's bonkers, okay? And then it Finn is. in his mind is just like, oh, my God, you just shot the guy in here. And, like, it's not like this hasn't happened before, but you just, like, I just brought Aoife over here. She's going to, like, think everything's crazy. There's yes. going to be blood stains. Like, yes. I know that Aiden's going to have his guys come over and clean everything till it's not nice and squeaky clean. But Aoife's freaking out in his yes. room right She's now. She's hiding in his, his closet. closet, y'all. Y'all. Poor thing. Because she knows. It's the thing. Like I said, she's very aware of this life. It's not just kind of like, oh, my boss kind of like, oh, I've never had to deal with that type of thing. She she knows. She knows. Right. And she does not want to meet Aiden Sr. at all. Right. She's like, I don't want to. Well, Finity said, do not let him lay eyes on you. Like, mm-hmm. he even made it, like, was like, don't even. Especially because we can see <sighs> that he's in an erratic stage right. and stuff like that. So right. I don't know if we, we, we didn't really go over the fact, the family dynamics, but Aiden Sr. is married to Magdalena, Lena, and she's the matriarch of the family. She's very loving and stuff like that. But she really takes a backseat to things. And they have five sons. Mm-hmm. And then Finn, who's like an adopted son. And so we have Aiden Jr., who is the oldest. I'm not sure if I'm saying them in correct order, but I know Aiden Jr. is the oldest. Yeah, I think Declan's next. Declan. Then we have uh, Owen. Owen. 
Owen's the youngest. Oh, Brennan, is he? he is because oh, they mentioned that because later the marriage. Oh yeah, we got Brennan, Declan, and then Owen and Connor. Five? Okay, we we name names. So hopefully yeah. those are There's all five of them. boys for the five points. Except we also have Finn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's the family dynamics. They're all really close, but obviously Finn and Aiden Jr. are the same age and they're BFFs. Yeah. So, um, and Owen, I think, was the one that was the field medic. He went into the army. Yes, he, he has like a sin in the army. He's stuff. a sniper, too. Yes. Like, he, 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 he's a lot of things, and I love his books. Yeah, so we he, get some cool background on a lot of these. Yeah. All of these great. romances are really so phenomenal, guys. Yes. I cannot recommend the series enough. It's just, so amazing so so amazing so anyway whenever finn goes up to his bedroom he finds (laughs) eva in the closet (laughs) he's like it's okay he's like has to calm her down with everything but the thing about it is um his desire for her has not been dampened like in the slightest what's interesting is she is her willingness and her own like desire has like none of this like the stuff going on next door basically has diminished hers either. At first, she's like, "Did y'all kill him?" He's like, "He's not dead. I promise you. He's he." he yeah, he walked out oh, with help. Like you he, know, he absolutely walked out. The, there's no dead body, so like you can calm down, and it does calm her down. She's like, "Oh, okay. Well, as long as nobody died downstairs." And he's like, "Take off your clothes." <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> it's awesome. And Aoife decides to not tell her, him that she's a virgin. Yes. Okay? Because – and she already knows he has assumptions about me that I have been with my Another dad. Yeah. You know? And um, she just kind of goes along with it. And I really also love how Finn has pinpointed Aoife as being sexually submissive in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and um because she is feisty she does talk back and stuff but he knows that she's the type that's going to crave direction and boy does finn give it oh my god oh he's so good at it and listen i remember reading this scene for the first time and i was like whoa we are going like straight in it and like i'm like thinking like even in my mind i'm like this is a virgin and like this is her first like true sexual experience like (laughs) and this is what's happening and this is what's happening so the first thing he (laughs) makes her strip which is already an uncomfortable thing yeah because she we already know she has she's a little self-conscious of her body and but he loves it yes boy does he love it and i think that it also really helps that he's so in his head about her body oh my like he god just like the things that i'm going to do like to the lust in his eyes and she can see it like she's like he is fucking so it's helping her it's yeah. helping her have a little bit more confidence where yeah. she normally wouldn't have and he tells her to lay across the bed with her head hanging off <laughs> okay and i'm just like i'm like are they are they they're about to do Yes, they yeah, are. Yes. Finn face fucks her. Throat fucks her. The first <laughs> thing that he does. And I'm just like, holy shit. And Finn is a dirty talker. Oh, And I God, love yeah. when my heroes are dirty talkers. No. He's basically like telling her like, you like that? And um, she's getting so turned on by it. I love dirty talkers. I love Ugh. dirty talkers too. And like some authors could really do it well. And I just find that Finn was a total, total turn on when he was dirty Jeff's talking. Just with his Jeff's dirty talking. perfect. Okay. <laughs> but he wants Aoife like in so many different positions. Yeah. Okay. He can't so, even control it. He's like, he's so turned on. He can't even like, it, it's it's aggressive. It's aggressive sex. And like, she's never had sex. But I love the moment when like, he's like, you know, finally penetrating her. And 
And he's stopped a little bit. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Are, like, you are you a virgin? fucking virgin? He's How like, in the world? And she's like embarrassed. She thinks he's like kind of pissed or something. And mm-hmm. of course he's like. No, look at me. Are you a virgin? When she nods, of course, we get the, he just like thrusts inside her, like mine. We get the Growls, whole mine. mine. Yo! Not once, like four or five fucking times. It was and so she good. just like, oh my God. <laughs> and I love how like, yeah. of course, it's like painful for her, but eventually she starts finding pleasure in it and stuff like that. And um, she really is turned on by yeah. his growling mind. She's like, I don't know what he means, but like, okay. <laughs> like, I have no, no idea, no, you're but sexy. like, yes. <laughs> this is working for me. It's so true. And then even after that, it's not over. So they're kind of cuddling. He mm-hmm. does do aftercare, which I love. Yes. Whenever my heroes are like rougher in bed, yes. I really like when they are very caring of the heroine after. So he cleans her all Same. up and he's like, are you sore? He's very yeah. concerned with yeah. how she does feel. You know, he's always rough with after you. He's, he's after he's virgin. like, yeah, after he finally came, he's like, holy shit, I was a wee bit rough with, <laughs> with her for the first time. <laughs> but like she also can take it and she says that. She's like, I feel good. I hope we can yeah. do that soon, you know? Yeah. Hope we do it soon again. And he was like, well, we can't do it soon. He still turn on, okay? It doesn't take much for yeah. l- the little Finn to get his rocks off, okay? <laughs> he is raring to go and he's like, I want to fuck your tits now. <laughs> like, this is all, like, first experience. She gets throat fucked. She gets uh, banged to within an inch of her life for mm, as a virgin. And then tit fucked because he's like, you ever heard of a pearl necklace? <laughs> I'm about to give one to you. <laughs> I know. You're about to get one, my love. So, um, yeah, first sex scene. Check. Yeah. And it happens very soon in the yeah, book. Very it soon does. In the book. That's why I was like, I was like, well, no, this is not going to ha- It's not going to go down that way. And then when we had, like, the interruption, I was like, oh, well, this is going to interrupt that. And it's not going to oh yeah no. nope nope it still goes on and it was, i loved I it loved i was it. like oh this is 100 percent so filthy it's i loved it <laughs> but so, there's still a story there's still oh a yeah story. there's a whole and the thing is she's saying okay well this was like a you know one time thing yeah wham, maybe bam, thank you, ma'am, maybe you he'll know? call me again and we'll do it again but yeah. in the morning it's kind of really sweet because they go into his kitchen yeah. which is a chef's dream and yeah, she's, she's like, oh my God. so excited about it and she ends up by making them breakfast and i love in his head how he's like normally I'm at the office at like 4.30 in the morning because he he like has nothing to do and he's just like staring at her because he's like this house was so empty before she got here and like she's like using my kitchen kitchen. she makes these amazing like pancakes pancakes. and she's like the smells it's so homey in here all of a sudden when Aoife is here and he's he's totally gone for her already. I love he's like, you can bake for bread for me if you want Because that's like one of the memories from his childhood that he loved was his mom yeah, making Yeah, because obviously he bread, resents you know? his mom for not stepping in when his dad was beating her and him. Like, yeah. you could have stood up for us. Yeah. But he was just like, I would <clears throat> love to have that big white fluffy bread. So if you want to like bake that before you leave, I would love, <laughs> I would love that. Like, I have to go to the loaves. office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to go to the office, but like make yourself at home yeah. and yeah. Yeah, so um, I love he also he, gives her a burner phone yeah, um, to, so, contact, to him. contact him um, or, or, so he can contact her. <laughs> um, but anyway, and I love how whenever he comes back home, he smells the bread mm-hmm. and he like sees those five loaves and he's just like, this is yeah. amazing. And that was – I love that too because we uh, – that is again is where he's like, 
it was so, it's so empty without her, you know, even though it's like, it's such a wonder, like he was wanting to see her still there, you <laughs> and know? The only reason why there's two days that goes between Finn seeing Aoife again is because he said <laughs> that he knew that she was sore. And if he saw her again, he wouldn't be able to stop himself from fucking her again. So he was like, basically <laughs> like self-sacrificing, abstaining, abstaining yes. from Aoife for it. her sake. I know. And she's, she thought it's like, well, I guess he forgot about me, you know? And then like the third day he pulls up in the car. This driver's like, get in the get car. Get in the car. And like basically attacks her as soon as they're in the car. It's so funny. And so also of note, when Finn finds out that Aoife is a virgin, he's like, I know it's like so Neanderthal and this is so <laughs> old world, but she's a virgin. Like, that means something. And he's yeah. Irish Catholic. You know yes. what I'm saying? And even for Finn, who's not a religious person, he's just like, Eve is the type of woman you marry and she's yes. a virgin. So like automatically I'm this guy who is like, I'm a, I'm a perpetual bachelor. <laughs> In Finn's mindset, he's like, it is, and which I love this about Finn because it's so true. He's like, I don't want to get married and have kids and bring them into this life because this is a hard life yeah. and it's so dangerous. And I think that it would be so selfish of me to take a wife because they would be in danger and I'd be pulling some woman into it, even if she was already a part of mob life. Like, yeah. I'm in a dangerous position. I'm very high up. He has – he's been like a whiz kid and he, I think, made $20 million or a couple million dollars yes. by the time he was 20 for oh, yeah. Aiden Sr. And he's really expanded the Five Points mobs. Like, Finn is like the brains behind the expansion yes, he, of the five, five Points the mobs. The money-making. The money-making dude. And he – that's why he can afford such the other amazing thing, things. Yeah, the other thing that – like, I like what you were saying saying, though, about how, you know, they all have that, you know, I don't want to bring anybody, I would never want to bring a woman into this, but when they meet the one, it's like they it changes everything. control it. It's like, I have to have, she has to be my wife. Yeah. She has to be mine. Because they all have you hangups. Know? Like I said, the way that they grew up, especially for the, the boys, yes. being abused Rough by handle. their parents, you know, yeah. making them tougher, yeah. making them tougher for this life. They don't want to have a family like that. And so they do kind of struggle. Like, I don't want to have a relationship like with um, what my dad had with my mom in the beginning. Because as we find out when Aiden Sr. and Lena, which this is kind of important, um, when they first got married, it's not unusual for mobsters to kind of have side pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Lena was a little bit different. And Lena like hit Aiden Sr. over the head with like a rolling pin. Okay? When she found out. When she found out. And mm -hmm. she like refused to be with him again mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And Aiden Sr. realized that he fucked up. He really didn't need a side piece that he does love Lena. Yeah. And so he was faithful to Lena after that. Like after yeah. the first year of marriage or whatever, he was like, okay, I never want to risk losing her again. So he does have a they good relationship with Lena. Young, yeah, they know? were very young. Um, but it is unusual still with like a higher it up, is. like him being actually faithful. Right. But it's still like they're volatile. They fight with each other and stuff like that. And the boys are just kind of like, I don't want to be like dad and mom and yeah. abuse my kids and yeah. everything. So they all kind of struggle, like you said, with that aspect. But when they meet the one, it's like you it can't. all clicks into place. And they're you like, your soulmate. You're going to oh, let wait, him go? I can, I can <laughs> fit this into my life, even though it's going to be super dangerous. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Like the idea that Finn would let her go and be with another man would never, ever happen. He would he is never like, let anyone she, else have He's her. thinking wifely thoughts within days. You know, and like definitely mind thoughts within 
hours, <laughs> you know? So it's exactly. Just, and yeah, she has, she's having such a sexual awakening where before it's been like, you know, she didn't really need sex. Yeah. She was fine without it. And I also, it's kind of funny because Jenny, it later on gets like a little bit jealous because yeah. Aoife, it was so much not on her mind yeah. getting married and being in a relationship. It was the farthest thing, but Jenny is the person who's actually searching so searching hard for, for somebody. Yeah. And Aoife just kind of falls into her lap. I know. This billionaire mobster, with a caveat, mobster, who adores hot. her and worships her sexually, just falls into her eyes. And I, lo- I love, too, that he's like, okay, I'm just going to – because, like, he's already thinking, like, I'm going to chain her to me. He's like, I'm going to do it through sex. I'm just going to, lo- you know, Get continue to, like, seduce to that her. <laughs> and it's true because me. she just kind of, like, I'm so addicted to his brand yeah. of, you know, dominant male bossing me around. She yes. loves when he gives – her directions when he yeah. tells her what to do while they're having sex and she she acknowledges she's like in everyday life like this is totally would be a turn off but yeah. like in this situation this is what i need and they just thrive off of each other in that and i love it they are perfect and yes they pretty much start off a relationship and she's down with it yeah. she's pretty down with it um, so then we have to meet the parents. Yes, because Aiden, Aiden notices, Aiden Sr. notices that Finn's mind is not quite on business. Like, hello, are you listening? <laughs> Why Did you, you hear attention? what I said? Like, about to go throw hands and stuff like that, you know? And then he realizes, he's like, is there a girl? Is there a girl that you're <laughs> interested girl in? Involved? And I love how it's very important for Aiden Sr. He's like, is she Catholic? I know. <laughs> she, um, that's like all he cares about. Aiden Sr. is weird about everybody has to attend church. Everybody. Yet they murder people yes. you know, for confession a every like yes. Wednesday or Just whatever. No confession murders and Sunday. You know, Wednesday and Sunday. It's so funny. It's it's interesting. He is all about that church. Yeah, all Irish about Catholic. Father Doyle yeah. and uh, Finn is just kind of like. I would not go to church if it wasn't for Aiden Senior type of thing, <laughs> and uh, so anyway. I also really love, even though Aiden Sr. is so fucking crazy, I still – he's a little bit endearing. Just he a little is. bit. He is. I don't know how she makes him so endearing, I but don't he know is. either. But he's excited that Finn has finally found a woman he considers like, oh, my God, I'm finally going to get grandchildren. Yes. Through Finn, okay? And I love this, how he's so excited that Finn has finally found a woman because he's been hounding all of his kids because all of his kids are in their 30s and late 20s and stuff like Not that. Not one of them is married. Not one of them is married. And he's like, fucking finally. He's <laughs> like, bring her over. I'll be good. I you promise. Have and I, 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 Finn is worried. <laughs> Rightfully he's, so. He's like, I really don't know if it's such a good idea to like bring her in here or whatever. Um, and he was just like, well, if you're going to marry her, like this is where it's going, right? And mm-hmm. Finn's like, yeah, eventually. I just don't want to scare her off now. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, he, she's going to have to. So you might as well just do it. Like this the only mm-hmm. way that this thing is going to work is if you bring her into the fold, basically. Yeah. There's no escaping it. And so Finn yeah. finally is just kind of like, oh, fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess she's coming to family <laughs> pot roast dinner. I know. So it's <laughs> – it's so this is interesting. So – so Aoife goes to the um, family dinner, and Lena is very – she almost is, like, interrogating. Like, you know, basically, are you going to be good to my son and, you know, all this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. She's, like, equal parts <clears throat> there checking Aoife out, 
Um, but also bonding because yes. Aoife immediately goes help Lena in the kitchen. Like, is there anything I can do to help? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I mean, it's an intimidating situation because you know that this is the mobster's wife. Like, she's not some dainty yeah. little miss, you know? She and could she's be also a hard your, ass too. Your man's mom, who's definitely like, Checking to see if you're good enough for it. Exactly. You know? Anybody would be nervous to meet the yeah. potential future mother-in-law and stuff yeah. like that. But dinner actually goes pretty it well. Goes well. Goes well. Aiden Finn doesn't like the boys flirting with her. No, <laughs> but she does get along with all the boys, she which does. is honestly it's, great. It was like sweet. It was he doesn't. Cute. He doesn't want want them to flirt with her, but he's also really happy that they yes. like her. They wouldn't be doing this if yeah. they didn't like yeah. her. You know what he, I'm saying? He's very. <laughs> and even Aiden Senior <laughs> likes her and stuff like that. Yeah. And and he mentions a little bit of business at the table and Finn's just kind of like oh my god can we not yeah, but like up. Aoife doesn't really blink an eye and stuff like that yeah. and so it it goes well it goes well and so yeah. this just kind of solidifies yes. all right <laughs> we're doing this thing yes. and so four weeks pass and they've been together which four weeks is not a very long time <laughs> and as they're having sex yeah. as as Finn is pounding her he asked her to marry him uh, he asked by saying marry me yeah not it's ask. a command he tells because he's giving her all these sexual commands is this pussy mine is this you know and then all of a sudden he's like marry me <laughs> it was so funny she's and like also, what i really like how serena Ackroyd does this because we get really in Eva's head at this point when yeah. he tells her to marry him because she's like well, obviously, the answer has to be no because it's only been four weeks and stuff. And then yeah. she starts going over their relationship, like our relationship started with blackmail and stuff. And then she mm-hmm. starts thinking about all the feelings that she's felt during this past four weeks, how yeah. immediately captivated she was by Finn, how amazing it feels to have this routine with like another person. Like she never thought she needed to fall asleep next to another person, but it's so nice to do so yeah. and wake up with them in the morning and know mm-hmm. that in the afternoon, whenever she's cooking, they can talk about their days and stuff like that. So she's reflecting on what just happened in those four week time periods, which I like it because it's like yeah. nothing important happened during those four mm-hmm. weeks, skip over it. But mm-hmm. also, yeah, lay down the groundwork. Y'all have been bonded. Y'all have created a very tight-knit relationship that's almost basically you're living together at this point. So we're confirming all of this. And she was like um, – she thinks about how she feels about Finn and she says that Finn's soul spoke to mine. That went deeper than love and she didn't mistake him for a good man. He had standards and morals, but they didn't fit into the current status quo. Deep down, I saw the boy Fiona told about a long time ago. Mm. And so she's like, there wasn't really a hesitation with saying yes to Finn. And he's surprised. He's like, Really? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you agree? We should was, get married. We thought he was going to have to be a, convince be a few her. months of convincing convince or something. Her. Yeah. Yeah. And she just says, yes, like, I don't want to be separated from yeah. you. So it does feel like the relationship's moving fast. But, um, well, yeah. And especially, yeah, especially when they talk to the family and they're like, well, let's do it in a month's time. Like, she's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, and Lena's like, it takes, the bands need to be fucking red. Aiden Sr. brings that up. The bands the need bands. to be red. It's like a fucking historical romance novel, guys. (laughs) It kills me. So funny. And then Finn says, I think you understand why I can't wait that long. To Aiden Sr. Because he also mentions that Aiden Sr. doesn't approve of them getting uh, moved in together before they get married. Yeah. 
And he's just like, I can't wait that long. Like, yeah. I want to move her in tonight. And he's like, tonight? Yeah. Like, you're not married. This is before. Like, come on, Aiden. You know they're fucking. I know. Exactly. Like, it's hilarious. It really is funny. It's, it's, it it's is. a comedy. It funny. It's a comedy. It within a drama, within a mobster drama. And the romance. brothers are just like, you know, teasing them and everything. Yes. It's, so it's he agree. He Aiden Senior's like, well, you know, I think that there's a leaky roof in the church. And Finn's <laughs> thinking, if there's not a leak in the roof, there will be. So that they can bribe Father Doyle to wave the band right. and stuff. And even in their meeting when they go meet to with Father Doyle and Finn and Aoife are talking and uh, Father Doyle's interrogating her like, when was your last confession? She's like, a while ago. And yeah. he finds out what church that her and her mom used to kind of go to and he's kind of offended. He's like, oh, Father James's flock, they're very <laughs> lax about confession. <laughs> Funny. It really is super funny. And Finn just rolling his eyes as this whole thing. He's just like, I just Whatever. want this person to be my wife. I want her to be my wife. Yeah. And uh wedding day. Wedding day happens. Yes. So they have a beautiful they have a beautiful day. And of course, um Finn insists that she wear white because she was a virgin when he, before he deflowered her. And so um, you know, she's an uh She's all in white as they exit the church. And, of course, other things have been brewing, which we didn't really talk about. But the, in the background – Yeah, all the mob politic kind of things. It's still going things. on. There's like yeah. some there's some hubbub brewing with the Latinos and the Colombian mobs. They're moving into Five Points territory. Right. They're messing with their girls who are working girls. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. Finn's really offended by this because he's like, we take care of our girls. We don't let them be yes. abused or anything. Because of the abuse that he suffered whenever he was a child, he was just like, yeah. no, physical violence, sexual violence, all that like and the Colombians are coming in our territory you know basically middle fingering us and yes. we have to respond in kind and stuff and so they have been kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. and unfortunately, unfortunately unfortunately they're on the church steps the entire family is laughing and clapping and he like pulls her in for a kiss and then they hear like the staccato wrapping of bullets and gunfire and she goes unconscious yes she is shot and is shot. then we oh. switched to Pen- Finn's point of view, and I love how it was described because it Me was, too. oh, God, it felt like a movie. Like, it, it truly yes. felt like a movie. He it was did. just like, everything stopped when Aoife dropped, and mm-hmm. he was like, I don't even know how I found the presence of mind to reach for my gun, and it should have been impossible for me to actually aim at the moving car, which just so happened to have the door still open. He was thinking about how, well, these must be younger kids, like younger, right. young 20-year-olds or whatever. Yeah. Maybe this was their first drive-by, and they didn't realize that they needed to get the fuck out of Dodge after you shoot up, you know, the family of <laughs> the, the Five Points mob. mob, okay? <laughs> and he shoots the, the shooter and also the driver. Driver and the mm-hmm. van crashes and stuff like that. And he is livid, okay? Oh, I love I, – I, I, I didn't love this part, but I love, like he said, like the way it's described, the rage that he's feeling. And like the possessive, you know? like you cannot leave me. Like yeah. do not leave me. Stay <laughs> conscious. He's so pissed that the fact that the EMTs arrive and he points a gun at them. Yeah, at he's first. like – he's like, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> not – he's not – he's in he's like predator in mode, okay? Yes. He's just like everybody is a danger to the woman I love. Yeah. And 
when they're loading her up in the ambulance, he knows that he should stay there because he's one of the higher ups in this mob and he they need to figure out how to retaliate. And normally he would be this, but he basically is like, fuck it, I need to be with my wife. Yes. Like he doesn't even second thought it yes. basically. And he jumps into the ambulance. And uh, then we fast forward to Aoife being in the hospital and she has been out of it for the past, I think, nine days. Yeah. She's, she's kind of been out of it. She and can she hear had both um, Finn and Aiden a- another, Sr. Another another like voice and she was like what is that other threatening voice? the doctor we know where you live like you better save her and like the doctor they're like tell us all of the complications that could happen after a splenectomy like yeah, what is the worst she, case scenarios and she, like of course the doctor's like of course there's a chance of death <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, she could she develop this bacteria, stay. you know, yes. like years from now and it could kill her. Yes, it could kill her because it's a very high mortality rate. But this is worst case scenario. Like, I'm telling you, yeah. she's doing well. Yeah, like, yeah. But I love how Aiden Senior's like, but why isn't she awake yet? And then finally, I love Eva comes out of it and basically chastises them for. Like, for, leave the poor doctor like, alone. Leave, like, hello. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so funny. And so um, now they're excited because finally Aoife has woken yes. up. Finally she's spoken. And, and of Finn course she just, hurts. Oh, God. And, yeah. like, he has a beard now. And, like, and she's just like, And oh he's just God. overcome with, like, remorse and guilt that, like, because of him she's been shot. Yeah. She's been brought this. into this life. All of his yeah. fears are being realized. Yes. Like, because of him, a person that he loves, which they haven't said it to each other. They're keeping that close to the vest still. Um, was, was hurt and could have died. And he's like, it should have been me that took that bullet. Yeah. You know, also of note, everyone else got hit with a bullet. Like all the boys got hit with a bullet, but Aiden Jr. got hit in the femur. His femur shattered and he could have lost his leg and could have died, but he is currently stable. He's still having multiple surgeries and stuff, but he's in the same hospital. There will be consequences from this. Yeah, later, um, later. Yeah. There Later on, we know that he's going through like obviously he's recovering in the hospital more longer stuff. than her, and mm-hmm. he does have to go through physical therapy. But you can read about his book, Filthy Hot, if you want to know more about <laughs> Aiden Junior's romance, which is so good. It's so good. Okay. Anyway, um, so once she does recover from her splenectomy, well. She doesn't recover from her splenectomy. Once she gets to go home from her splenectomy, um, obviously war is brewing. They're talking about making an alliance with the Russians. And the Russians are volatile as well. They're almost more militaristic than the Irish mob are. And they're a little bit more brutal, which is saying something. But – they're looking to cut off the Colombians because the Colombians supply the Russians and they want to make an alliance with the Russians and hopefully bring them yeah, to a new supplier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, squeeze out the Colombians so that we can root all that out. And meanwhile, Finn will not let her get out of bed. Like, no. He is like like the worst Take nurse your maid ever. <laughs> or the Don't best, move. however you depend, want to look at it. And like it. everyone else is in a safe house. Like Lena yeah. and all the other women are in a safe house in Queens or whatever. There's yes. like a whole compound and But stuff. she didn't want to go. Well, and she, he wanted to keep her close so he could keep an eye on her as well. Yeah, because she's sick. She's yes. still recovering. She gets fatigued really easily. She's still in a lot of pain. Yeah. She's starting to get sexually frustrated, which I, I find know. hilarious. So funny. She's like, why won't he touch me? 
<laughs> like, I know, what the fuck he is won't, happening? Though, but he will like, not touch her. Oh yes, his 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 will is is strong. But he um he's called away briefly for something, and mm-hmm. she so she's laying in bed. Like the she's first like, time that the like, first time that he left her, I believe. Yeah, like, the first time that he leaves her, she's like literally the housekeepers have been cleaning the corners of this room. Like she's like, like I watched she's, like, them so, clean the ceiling. <laughs> she's like so bored, you know, so she can't get up, and she hears the door open. She's like, that must be him, and she starts to call out to him. And she's like, something. It's like the energy of a room. Yeah, she knows that Finn something. doesn't walk that way. She mentions right. that she knows his gait. Yes. Because at first she was a little bit upset because she was waiting for him to kind of walk towards her room like immediately. Yeah. And she was like, she's upset up in her feels because he won't come sex her up, okay? Yes. <laughs> and then she notices, I love how she notices that this walk is different. He doesn't she's walk like, this way. like, that's not Finn. It's not so Finn. she goes to her hideout in the and wardrobe. And like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, hurry, hide. Someone's there. They're coming to get you. This was an exciting scene. I love this scene so much. So she hides in the wardrobe and like, you know, curls up in it. Basically, and she is a little petite so she can kind of squeeze in there. And she's already sweating then, bullets because she's like, I might pass out. Yes. From moving this yes, much and I'm she's in pain. Because she is in pain. She is recovering from surgery. And so, and she hears, like, she hears a Russian voice. Like, she hears someone. Talk on the phone. Who's, like, curse. very close by, who's, like, in the bedroom, looking around, talks on his phone, and then leaves. But she's so terrified. She stays there. Yeah. Until all of a sudden, Finn and his brothers, like, rip open the wardrobe, and they're, like, come storming back to the and house. And she finally, like, oh. can't stand up anymore, and Finn catches her and stuff. And it's it's like, so dramatic. I love that. It's loved so it. dramatic. And he, like, awesome. whisks her off to the bed. Like, what happened? Like, are you okay? Okay. No. It's just great. And so she yeah. does mention, she's like, I heard a Russian voice. And so, yeah. of course, they're like, we have to find out what the fuck's yeah, going on. We're supposed, be, supposed to be our allies. Yeah, what's happening? I thought we had yeah. a deal. Yeah. And so they call, and apparently the broad are holding up their end of the deal yes. because they intercepted a Colombian who was trying who to get was in the penthouse. into the house. And they killed him. Yes. And um, they were like, we had no idea that this dude was sneaking into the penthouse and stuff. And so they confirm it with, like, the, the, the key code. Somebody hacked the key code that Connor's supposed to be the yes. IT bot that's boy. He's feeling really kind of bad about that. Yeah, and, that he's, he and Finn's like, <laughs> I love how Connor is like, um, we can up the security. I mean, I guess we can do retinal scans. That'll make it harder. But I mean, it's a big inconvenience to put in like for a house. And Finn's like, put it in right now. Yes. My wife lives here. Like we need the best security that we can And this have. is also when he's like, you're going to the safe house with all the other women. Yeah, I don't like, care this what you say. solidifies it. This and is wartime, like, baby. Only if you come with me. Like she does not want to be parted from him. So, yeah. and he's like, yeah. okay, okay. So she is tucked up in there for a while. Yeah. And she, I love how now when she interacts with Lena, where at first it was a little bit wary because it's like, oh, mob queen, mob queen boss and stuff. And I love how she says that after she came out from surgery, after, after being shot and, you know, possibly she could have died, she decides to take no shit from anybody and no orders except from Finn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she's talking to like another woman, Mary Ellen. She was like, yeah. How can you like? I'm. You're not intimidated by Lena, and she's just like, no. She like does like she's a normal woman, and yeah. you just can't let her cow you. So I really like how the relationship between her and Lena has started to build. Yes, and me too. um, it's very interesting because there's another conflict that comes into play later, yes. which perfectly contrasts with the fact that I really love that they are starting to bond. Yes. Okay, in this situation, and so. Also, like I said, 
Aoife has been uh, sexually frustrated, and Finn decides to relieve her with a bullet. <laughs> I love he starts bringing toys. To yes, he starts bringing toys. So also, this is a very dramatic scene, but like after he gets her off with a bullet and stuff, <laughs> the next it was like at night. The yeah. next morning, she's actually sore and she doesn't feel Finn in the bed, and so she kind of groans. But she doesn't see that he's actually behind her shaving in the mirror, and he's uh-huh. like, "I knew I shouldn't have even given you that much. I shouldn't have given in. <laughs> like you're you're in pain." He's so dramatic and he stomps on the fucking bullet okay <laughs> oh god this man this man he's so protective it's he's so crazy protective. and oh, the colombians like, do try to attack the compound but of course they like swift work take care of that and protect everyone and i love how finn chooses to stay with her and protect yes. her because he he's like okay no these men, these guys who have been guarding the compound, like this is their job. Like I don't need to go out in the front lines because, you know, Aoife is worried for Finn's sake too. Like I don't want you to be in the line of fire. I don't want I don't want it to be, you know, you. And what we're um, seeing over and over is like, so in the beginning we had this very obsessively sexual mind, mind, mind. Mm-hmm. And then after the injury, we start to see that like his his They're allegiance. losing that connection. Yes. But I find his allegiance is grow. We see that his allegiance is always to her. Like with right, the ambulance, right, right. with this, it's like he's always like, no, I'm going to stick to her. Over, so their relationship you know? is just getting deeper. And the fact that they can't be sexual together, it forces them to be like emotionally more yes. connected and to she each other. Has, she has said she loves him by now, but he has not responded. Right, exactly. So he, it's he, interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't say those, those love word things. But he, she knows he loves to hear it because he gets like this – intense look on his face and gets super affectionate right after like right. um so she knows he loves it <laughs> she's like yep. i'm just i'll just wait patiently until he's ready to tell me <laughs> so after she has recovered and um they're no longer they're at the home. compound yes, anymore and Aoife has purchased this um this baker this spot it's basically an empty space yes, where she does want to have a bakery strictly mm-hmm. bakery she does not want to do a tea shop or anything like that yes. she wants to stay behind the scenes and let Jenny run the front of the shop. Yes. But the fact that they're in wartime, Finn asks her, like, I know that this is your dream. We were going to start on it, like, right away. But this is really volatile, and it's very dangerous for us to be doing something like that. Would you hold off for, like, a little while, like, just until it yeah. calms Can down? I really do like how Aoife was just, like, you're not asking anything unreasonable. I yes. obviously know that a war is going on. Look, you know what I'm saying? This is another one of those moments where you and I have had this discussion over and over again where sometimes we'll see in books where it's like, the You're not respecting heroine. me. This what is my dream. And now you're taking, you're not, yeah. yeah, you don't respect women because you're telling me what to do. And it's like, no, he's thinking about your safety, you know, like, like, and genuinely she's exactly. like, people she's die. Like, yes, we can wait, but not forever. And he's like, not forever. Yeah. And, and like, she's and that's confirming. It. She's like, as yes. long as you're not saying that I cannot have a bakery, I'm okay with waiting because obviously yeah. it's volatile. Yeah. And I really I, I like that. that and she pushes back to Jenny because Jenny, in her little jealousy, had had said things to her saying like, oh, so now you're just going to let him take over your whole entire yes, life. Yes. You're, you, you're going to let a man tell you what to do. What, like, exactly. Do says. Not give up all your dreams just for him. Play the little housewife. And she's just like, it's not like that. I'm sorry. You don't know the relationship. I love and, that. I love that whole part. 
You know, I just love that. I just loved it. And <laughs> I do like how she does explain to Jenny, like, hey, he's a five-pointer. Like, yeah. And Jenny understands what that means, too. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, damn, what'd you get involved yeah. with? Like, okay, well, now it's understandable. So I like how everyone's reasonable. Everyone's fucking yeah. reasonable. I do like – we also have another really, uh, conversation Finn has with – um one of his brothers, who, oh, because he hasn't had sex in a while. I'm just like, I thought you would have gone to Tanya, who was like one of his old, like, flings, mistresses, whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm married. He's like, yeah, but I didn't know if that meant you were going to be like dad and mom. And he's like, he's like, I only need her. Yeah. And like, and I needed to hear that personally. Yeah. I needed to hear that. And like, Finn was like, almost like insulted that he would even, he's like, he's only one person who, um, you know, owns this dick basically, and she's on lockdown. So until yeah. she can, you know, and the I just stick only oh. gets hard for Aoife. Yes. Basically. I loved it. That's it. I'm horny and I'm frustrated, but also nobody would ever be yes. able to satisfy me in the way that yeah. she does. And they're like, whoa, well, I didn't know it was like that. And he was like, well, it is. It's so also like, a sign that he truly loves her. Cause if when you love someone, you're not gonna betray them in that way, you know? It's so. true. It's true. And then she also, like I said, she's worried about Finn. And she is wearing her heart on her sleeve at this point. There's a moment where um, I think it might have been Owen that brought one of their guys, Donnie, who got shot to yes. Finn's penthouse because yes, Finn Owen. has Finn set up. He has like a sick room. Basically, it's for like if they need to <laughs> like do some medical procedures, um, uh, quick I love medical the scene. procedures. Yeah. And I love how so Aoife walks in because she's a mob wife now, and uh, he was hoping that she would stay away. And he didn't want her to see all this. And Aoife, instead of being mad that this was brought into her home, she was like, well, none of you bozos are going to stitch him up. I'm a trained chef. Like, I know how to stitch stuff. And, like, they're all, like, impressed. And he could be concussed. Y'all need to get that checked out. Like, don't touch him or whatever. (laughs) And then I love how they're all amused. And also, they take it all in stride that she she's she's being so okay with this. And she's even willing to step in and help. Yeah. But then Finn's just like, Aoife, love. Owen was a field medic. Yeah. <laughs> he's got this. It's Even okay. though he was like totally impressed. He was like, he's like, we, if I'm a little turned on right now. Yeah, you know? like, like you're not. That was badass. She was like all up in She's here. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, all right. I'll be downstairs. <laughs> if y'all need me. If y'all, if so it just me. shows like she's ready to be in this life. Yeah, she's and, adopted. Mm-hmm. And also when they leave, she gives him the biggest hug and almost kind of breaks down because she's like, she's upset. And he's like, oh, no, why are you upset? Like, what did, what, did, what upset you about this? And she's like, that could have been you. I don't want you to be yes. on the front lines. You know, it could and be And he is struck by that. Oh, yes. He is so struck that and she cares And he needs to hear him. that too because he carries a little bit of guilt into why their relationship started and it was because of blackmail. Right. So he feels a little bit guilty. He's like, I kind of strong-armed you into being yeah. in a relationship with me. Like, are your feelings really true? Like, how much have you agreed to be with me is because I'm a five-pointer and you right. feel like you had no choice? <laughs> and yeah. how much is because you really and truly care for me? And so yes. this is kind of a confirmation for Finn that, oh. She really does She feels, me. yeah, she yeah. would feel distraught if something happened yes. to me. And this is great. This is fucking great. And then we have her her meeting with her dad. So she gets to meet with her dad again. Yes. Two weeks later, I believe. Yeah, and dad And of course dad knows real. now. Yeah. She kind of, she had a meeting with him before she got married uh-huh. saying that she was going to marry her boyfriend. She kind of thought fudged. it was hasty. But yeah, she kind of fudged the days even yeah. though, like she still thought it was hasty, but she fudged it all. 
But she didn't mention who Finn was. But now it was all in the papers about the right. shooting. So her dad for sure knows. And they have a meeting and it's quite upsetting because her dad implies that basically he can't meet with her anymore mm-hmm. because of Finn. But she also makes a point to call him out saying, you've been thinking about this for a while now because I know that your popularity has been growing yeah. and you can't risk being seen with me. And he doesn't quite deny it. And so she's really upset with that because she thought that her dad was different, thought that mm-hmm. he really wanted a relationship with her. Yeah. And so she goes back home and she's, she's feeling she's feeling pretty guilty about a lot of things. And she also so this is when so she finally decides this would be a good time to tell Finn what this one she's like I don't want any secrets between us ever. He's like okay. So what I'm going to tell you past, our past is our past, right? He goes I think so cuz he's like he can where, hear a confession where are you going with this? he can hear a confession coming and he's a little nervous. But then um, she basically says, well, do you remember such and so, you know, basically says, your mother was my mother's best friend. We changed our name from whatever, Donahue, I think, to Keegan. And so he's not mad. Like, it's another thing is that, like, you always expect these big blow-ups sometimes. Like, why didn't you tell me? You held this back from you, me for the, you for the me. couple you months that we have me. known each other. Like, I can't believe I don't know everything about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. You lied to me and your mother was my mother's best friend, the mother I hate. Like, no. Well, we now I need to sleep that. somewhere else tonight. Yeah. That doesn't no. happen. That not, doesn't not, happen. Not even remotely. He's just like, okay. <laughs> It's like, well, that's all right. You know, it's like he's asked a few questions and he's curious. Yes. You know, but he doesn't hold it against her. But then she's like. We get deeper into like, she's saying like Fiona, Fiona. Well, yeah, definitely the mom. But I also kind of like how she defends Fiona because she's only seen the part where Fiona grieved really hard. But Finn was just kind of like, this is what happened to me. And he opens up about his past trauma. He was just like, I was, I was being beaten and I ran away from home and I was on the fucking street. And thank yeah. God I was friends with Aiden Jr. And they took me in mm-hmm. and they killed my dad. And like, yeah. you know, and I was never going to go back to my mom who didn't protect me from this monster. And yeah. she understands all of this now. Yeah. And she's and that's like, when he's like, do you know what happened to your mom? And she's like, well, that's something I wanted to ask you for. Like she the said, reason why I knew if you were going to look into this, you would find out that we were connected to your mom. So yes. like you might as well know now. Yeah. Cause I really want to know. Actually, my mom was hit by a car, but it was a hit and I, run. It was a hit and run. I'm not so sure it was an accident. And so he's like, Oh, you know, wow. And she's like, please just look into this for me. I need to be like, put this at rest and be at peace about this. And Finn mentions, you think it's your dad, don't you? You think he was tying up loose ends. And I was like, that's what I suspected. Yes, of course. I was like, I suspected it's, it's that. So this was actually my theory. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I think that the dad was possibly being like, let me get yeah. rid of the woman that I fucked in the the child that I fathered yeah. and maybe he couldn't go through with it with Aoife and maybe yeah. he thought he could be a part of her life and because this only guilty. happened like seven months yeah ago. This, this is like January not, and this, this is like, like you know fall yeah, yeah this has happened like all within this time period mm-hmm. and uh so he's like yeah I'll look into it and we'll yeah. see because we want to know if your father's going to be like an issue Oh, boy. What does Finn uncover? <laughs> Please tell them what Finn uncovers. Okay. So he gets the news back, and it goes back to this jaguar, which he knows. Unusual color jaguar. Uh, it's like forest, forest evergreen. Green. And the sketch of the woman that hit Aoife's <sighs> mother. It's his mother, it's Magdalena. Fucking his Lena. Basically, Lena. 
What? I was not expecting it. No. Like, truly. I was like, oh, no, it's the dad. Yes. No. I was like, so Quina. he is like, he, of course, he does not tell Aoife right away. He's like, she will hate him. You know, she'll hate her forever. It will divide the family. It will ruin us. It will ruin us. And so he goes to confront um, Aiden with it. And he's At like, like, four o'clock in the and morning. And he goes there and he just goes, Lena killed Aoife's mother. Like, Aiden is there waiting already, and he yes. jumps in Finn's car. Like, he didn't yes. even have to knock on the door. And basically, Aiden got a tip-off from one a person at the uh, police station saying that someone had Someone's asked information invest- about this case. Yes. And so he was just kind of like, let's lay it all on the table. So Aiden yeah. lays it out. Um, so apparently, Aiden had gotten uh, injured a while back, and Lena has experienced some PTSD from it, and she has been put on meds. So Lena is also on meds. So we have two erratic leaders of the Five Point Mom series. One meds. We have exactly, and Lena had forgotten to take her meds, and she also was hearing rumors at the time that Aiden had had an affair with Efa's mother. Like, yeah. it wasn't quite clear. It was, like, someone over there or, like, Fiona. Like, what's going on? Yeah, somebody in that in that neighborhood, that house or And whatever. so Lena decides to go take a drive by, and she hadn't taken her meds that day. And it just so happened that Aifa's mother was walking, and she walked out into traffic, and Lena wasn't quite paying attention, and she yeah. hit her. And so they had to cover that up. And then Aiden drops the bigger bombshell – Telling him a story about whenever he was having an affair with this woman before Lena knocks sense into him. And that affair was with Fiona. And guess who's his son? Finn. Finn. The person who he's treated like a son his entire life is actually, actually his, his son. biological son. Yes. And, uh, and that's why he killed What's-His-Face because that dude was beating his own son. Yes. And assaulting his son. And... I really love how Finn just like, what do you want me to do with this information? I know, now, like, what do I do? My life, I am fucked any way I go. You know, mm. I'm fucked because if Aoife finds out, she could totally decide not to be with me or I could me. lose my family. And if I don't tell Aoife, you know, then I'm going to be betraying her and I'm going to be covering up, this you know. This huge lie that. Exactly. And an innocent woman died in all of this. Yes. But like Aiden lays it out like you know that Lena's not going to go to jail. Like even if you tell Aoife and Aoife wants to press charges and everything, like justice won't be served anyway because I'm not letting my wife go to jail, mm-hmm. you know? And so he's just kind of laying the land. But it's also, it's just holding that truth inside. That's a lot of so burden. So Finn does have to make a decision. He does yes. have to make a decision. Is he going to keep this from Aoife or is he going to tell her what she rightfully deserves to know as she's getting fucking closer to Lena? Like that must be hell, yes. watching her every single day interact with this woman who – Basil is becoming a mother figure, yes. and she killed her own mother. Yes, and it wasn't intentional, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. She, she experienced like her mom didn't die right away. She was in the ICU, and that's a whole trauma unto itself. Seeing right. your parent, you know, like Waste that away exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is why there's a sequel to this, this book is the because sequel. and this is going to come later on down the line because in this series years pass yeah and so they've been together for years and yes. um um so technically this book is a happy for now and mm-hmm. um there will be an hea for 
filthy secret. Um, unless there's going to be multiple books for Finn and Aoife. I don't think there will be, but I'm sure. I hope not. I want this to be out in the open. Yes, I want it to be out in the open. Because I, I know there's going to be it's, drama. It's going to be a shit storm. It for it sure is. is going to be a shit storm, it especially is. because Finn kept this from her for years. Yes. So, yeah. There's oh. There is Y'all, that. I'm so scared. I love Finn and Eva. I'm so scared for them. Exactly. So that's kind of what's been the lay of the land. Um, there is a lot of setup for future books. Like we talk about to solidify the Russian alliance even more, they agree to a marriage alliance, okay? Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be an arranged marriage. The um, pecan of the Russian mob says his daughter is 15, so if she will be marriageable in two years, we can marry her to one of your sons. And like I said, all these books are age gaps. So yes. Yeah. And um, Finn's thinking, well, it has to be Owen because Owen's the youngest out of yeah. all of us. So it has yeah. to be Owen in the, in the future 17-year-old. He's not going to be happy about that. And then also one day at the dinner table, we do find out that um, Eve is kind of thinking about all the brothers and how she's connected with all the brothers. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Declan, I really don't know what to do about him. He always seems like he's a little bit surly. Yeah. Well, I think it was, was broody. Connor brooding. I think it was Connor that mentioned like, oh. This girl came back to town. This girl came back to town and all of a sudden Declan's like, who? And then we find out that the reason why – He's so broody is because apparently his high school girlfriend was shot mm. because he was fo- she was following him thinking that he was cheating on her and she got shot and so he was he's never been the same since his high school girlfriend got shot and the woman who's returned was her best friend she's been like out and around in the world she's an artist and she's returned now so yeah. all these little pieces are moving to set up the other brothers romances and i freaking <laughs> love it and also really love where they end up because it's a little bit down the line a couple months down the line and he brings her to her bakery shop and he put all the stuff that he had in storage from the tea shop into the bakery yeah. shop for her and just yeah. Being like so that's we're ready, our, yeah. That's we're ready. Our ATA for her to start her bakery. Yes, and- the epilogue is like a couple days until like opening day, yeah. and she's like freaking out about it, and he just like <laughs> calm Super down. Cute. Like it's just great, and I love their relationship so freaking much. It's just beautiful. It is. And as much as this book started off super dirty and like oh, super it was, sexual, it was very emotional and very um, emotional. Yeah, very high stakes. And I mean, brava, I Serena Ackroyd. I love, love it. it. Absolutely love it. Showdown. I mean, my showdown has to be the first time that they sleep together. Me Hello? too. Oh my god. What other scene? That you know, was mine. It literally stuck mine. with me so much. It I. Has. I vividly remember reading that scene for yes. the first time. I was like, this you're going to lose your virginity? Th- Holy shit. I, I know. Mean, damn. And it wasn't like the opening, opening scene, but it was at the very beginning. This was one of the greatest openings, you know, of, you know, books of romance, <laughs> of books of romance that I've read, you know, and I just, I just, yeah, I, same here. Same here. I love it. Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to the next one. We'll be reviewing The Taming of the Highlander by Elisa Braden. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.